Hello, campers! And welcome back to Camp Half-Blood. That was really bad. Camp <laughs> Half-Blood. For our second part deep dive in a Perkabeth. Do we ship them this time around? Listen to find out. <laughs> Hello everyone, I'm Steph. And I'm Devin. And welcome to We Ship It Podcast, where Devin and I and our occasional guests fight to the death about our favorite and not-so-favorite couples of all time. And today we are joined once again by the wickedly brilliant The Book Was Better podcast. Um, <clears throat> on their podcast, Taylor... Taylor. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Just merge them together. <laughs> Kaylee and Taylor dissect book-to-film adaptations and decide whether or not the book was, in fact, better. Their podcast is a blast as these two sisters chatted out. Um, they are um, class A um, we just English rant a lot. and okay. myth. Yeah. We just rant a lot. <laughs> it's they, great. <laughs> they go off and it's great. So go check them out. So um, I was kind of just going to spitball it. But um, they were on for Percy Jackson. Um, no, we were on their podcast when they did Percy Jackson Lightning thief um yeah i mean we're also kind of us. talking we're, we're still talking about percy jackson on your episodes too yes we are, we are. <laughs> yes we are you weren't uh, wrong and they joined <laughs> us for harry and Ginny, and um uh, was that the only one that you joined us for harry and Ginny. well yeah, also Perkabeth Perkabeth part, Perkabeth one. part one yeah Perkabeth part one yeah, yeah and then you and joined then us for we Great also gatsby. joined them for great gatsby yes mm-hmm that was a fun one. lots it's of fun it's been a lot of back and forth and we've loved it Indeed. Um, but today we are going to be discussing Percy Annabeth post the Olympians uh, in the sequel series, The Heroes of Olympus. So with that. Yep. And Devin wrote a awesome summary now that I'm going <laughs> to read through for you all. It's going to be great. Um, and I have to say, so like I mentioned last time, this is the first time that I am making it through this entire series. So this is exciting. And I have to say, I think I may have liked this series better than the first one <laughs> <No>. <laughs> taylor's got thoughts and feelings so we're, we're gonna chat aspects, about it aspects of maybe aspects <laughs> okay yeah, that's true. well so let's talk about it obviously first we want to do our spoiler alert because we are going to be talking about all five books of the series we're not going to leave anything out so if you haven't read them warning um and then here is our little summary when we pick up with our lovers they have been ripped apart Devin, I love this summary already. <laughs> <laughs> Percy mysteriously disappears, and Annabeth, a nervous girlfriend, sets out to find him. Readers eventually find out that Percy was put into a deep sleep and wakes up, wakes to stumble upon Camp Jupiter. Oh, and I thought that was really, really cool. I love the Roman thing. It's very exciting. But either way, a camp for Roman demigods. So after making new friends and helping out the camp, Percy is reunited with Annabeth. And now together again, with the help of their friends, they embark on the Great Prophecy of Seven to defeat, is it Gaia or Gia? Gia. Okay. The one guy I said it, Gia. It depends on how you say it, yeah. And is I, it Gia? I had, I no, say it I mean, so. I mean, to be how fair, do you say it? it depends on what pronunciation you're doing, because the Greek pronunciation, yeah. the Roman pronunciation, like a very different 
pronunciation. Taylor and her classics degree. So wait, what is it? <laughs> is Gia like the Rome? No, that would actually be the Greek. Uh, Greek. Romans, it would have been a hard Gaia. G. Gaia. So I've always said it. See, Gaia. I've always said Gaia. Because I took Latin. I've always, I was like, screw the Greek. When I was listening to the audiobook, they used Gia. He yeah. used Gia. Which yeah, makes more sense because really when they're talking about her, it's more from the Greek side. Um, oh. Right. So, but yeah. Cool. Gaia is also well, glad you're here. acceptable. Okay, so Gia slash Gaia. Yeah. But glad Taylor is here because I would have had no idea. Um, <laughs> and Gaia slash Gia is the Earth Mother. Along the way, Annabeth must rescue a statue of her mom to reunite the two camps, and the two lovers fall into the depths of Tartarus. It's there that they face their darkest fears and battle the elements <laughs> and so monsters good. for their own survival as they make their ways to as they make their way to close the doors of death. Finally making it back to the real world and closing the doors, they rejoin the crew to slay the giants and save the world. Dot 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 again. <laughs> that just keeps happening. Uh, after a close victory, Percy and Annabeth decide to finish their senior year of high school in New York City and go to college in New Rome. Both are excited about spending a peaceful future together. Peaceful. peaceful. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> Quote, <unquote. laughs> okay. Is there another series? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I will start with the first question here. All right, so after the events of PJ, Percy Jackson, and the Olympians, PJ. are we allowed to call him PJ? Is that too, I don't know. Is that too familiar? Uh, the, <laughs> are we close enough for that? <laughs> I don't know if I know him well enough. Um, but after the events of Percy Jackson and the Olympians and finally finding peace, Percy and Annabeth are torn apart again by Hera and her plan to unite the Greek and Roman demigods. How does their time apart affect their relationship? So, <laughs> I mean, I mean, distance makes the heart grow fonder. Okay, but like, indeed, it does. literally, the only thing that Percy remembers from his time before waking up randomly in California is Annabeth. Is Annabeth? Like, yeah. you can't get more romantic than that. That is <laughs> peak romance. Like, I lost all my memories, but you, and it's like, oh, my heart. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jason's the opposite. Mom, he forgot everything. I can't so. take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jason. Clearly, it was Jason not true love. So, what does that say about them? Yeah. No. <laughs> Wasn't true love like Perkabeth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry to all you Jason Piper shippers. They're not the same. No. <laughs> yeah, I have. And we will be discussing. I have it. different thoughts about that, but we're not getting into that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that. Obviously, you hate to see it because you're like, they're finally together. <laughs> they're to finally like a couple <laughs> and they're really not a couple for very they're, long before this happened. No, I, I think they spend like a summer together. Yeah. Like that together. Yeah. yeah. That's it. You're like, that's rough. Okay. Before he's whisked away for several more months. Yeah. A long now, time. Okay. Yeah. From someone who was reading it, though, as it came out, how long after the first series did this one come out uh it was quite a does bit anyone... yeah i mean it felt like but quite it's a only bit. set like a couple of months right in in their yeah. time in their time it was pretty recent let's see right heroes of olympus when did it first it was published 2010 for the first one mm. and when did what's the last percy jackson book i should know uh the last 
I think it came out in like 2006. Uh, 2009. Time. Just kidding. Oh, a year. Right on top. Rick was on it. (laughs) Good for him. (laughs) He knew. I mean, he knew that pizza man. He knows when he has a good thing going. (laughs) The story is cohesive. Like. Yeah, it yeah, it's not like let me like this huge brush time the is... dust off of this yeah. series and make more of it. Yeah. These characters I haven't written in so long. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Though to be fair, I mean, it's like very interesting because the whole first book, I remember being so annoyed because you don't. It doesn't have any Percy in it. And Percy's my favorite character, right? Yeah. So I was just like, Annabeth's in it for like the a first hot minute, three, four, five chapters, and then she's not gone. enough. Not enough. Yeah. So no. I was like, I'm a little, like, I don't love Jason, Piper, and Leo. Like, they're and fine. Piper, Piper specifically. <laughs> they're not they're the original like, trio. But they're the main protagonists of the series. <laughs> I don't yeah, love it. Are. I don't love it. They're no Percy, Annabeth, <laughs> I do and Grover. Enjoy it more, I enjoy it more with Percy and Annabeth. And Grover doesn't, does he show up at all? He's talked about. Yeah, he's yeah. off living his best but life. He's one of the large <laughs> yeah. reasons this series is not better than the first one because he's missing from it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think he is only in a dream. I yeah. do kind of miss him. Yeah, he brings a certain like quality of like the magical Humor side of and things. Friendships and and yes. yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> Leo was good though. I think Leo helped. is really cool but in this series. Yeah, Leo did help. But I do miss, like, you're right, like a lot of the relationship development and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I mean, we do get some. They're we'll older talk about it, but. when they kind of get thrown into yeah. it. Like, this one, definitely, they right. started out already being older because, obviously, like, Percy's a lot older and they didn't want it to be too big of an yeah. age gap, which I get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it kind of, like, doesn't have, yeah, that same development. And it kind of throws you in to them already knowing each other so you don't get yeah. mm-hmm. the build up and i guess like percy and grover but already knew each, each other because of the amnesia that's true amnesia will mess with things up. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that missed man so it's like hard because the, the first book you really don't get a lot of perkabeth like you can almost just be like like obviously Annabeth, yeah, it's not, Annabeth's like, the "Where's my boyfriend?" Has n- but, almost none of it. It's just yeah. exactly. It's mentioned. She almost but it's not skip to the second. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's interesting because we almost have to face what she's facing with it. Yeah. Because all the we people who so happened. tightly held on to the first series, like me. they're like, "I'm ready for Percy <laughs> and Annabeth," and then we don't get it immediately. But you get a little bit of Annabeth, which tells you. I should still be holding on to get more of this. But you don't get it <laughs> and for I a little think, while. I mean, Rick did a great job with that, but it definitely affected yeah. my thoughts on that first book, which then affected <laughs> yeah. my thoughts towards all of those characters. On the entire series. That's fair. And you get so attached. when I got the second book, oh, I remember when that second book came out and I was like, I saw the cover and I was, and, I mean, it even was the, Percy. the name of it, like, you know, I was like, yeah, son of Neptune. This is it. This is what I've been waiting this for. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> and then to get it and I to have it funny. be Percy, I was like, yes. <laughs> I know. I think it's funny, though, because in some series, you're like, okay, they're together. Now they need to be tested. But Percy and Annabeth have been, like, tested, tested enough. so much. <laughs> That's why I'm like, Seriously, it's kind of like, do though. they need to go through yeah, this Yeah, just again? let them like, be happy for once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they, they do learn from it. They come out oh, of it yeah. stronger. Oh, yeah. Um, 
you do see some of the doubts that they had from separation appear again in the other books, mm-hmm. which I think mm-hmm. is interesting. But I don't know if they need to be challenged three months after they saved Olympus. Like, come on now. No, I, I <laughs> when freaking Hera was like, they didn't need this. They've been no. through enough, especially <laughs> not <Yep>. poor. <laughs> and I love Annabeth's like snarky nature towards Hera. Oh yeah, <laughs> well deserved. Like yep. she brought that on herself. Uh-huh. So it's like hard because on the one hand you're like, yeah, distance makes a heart grow fonder. On the other hand, you're like, they didn't need to be fonder. They were fond enough. No, keep them together. Yeah, they were quite fond. <laughs> Yeah, if anything, it made it. One of those things, right, where, yeah, like, I mean, you were probably about to say the same thing, Devin, where it's like trials strengthen or break relationships. So it's like, mm-hmm. if anything, this just was further proof that, like, it strengthened their relationship. They could handle right. it. They're perfect. In right. They're perfect. <laughs> they are cute. Any other yeah, thoughts I, there, Dev? I agree. I think it it does present itself as an obstacle in the sense of uh, now they have this consistent fear of being apart again. So no matter what, regardless of what happens, uh, Percy always tries to make sure that he is with, as we're going to get into later. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yes, we will. Um, But also I love when they first meet and uh, she does that whole like, flip on him it's like, so did you ever good. leave me again that's like their <laughs> relationship all over again just together <laughs> like annabeth will always beat percy up and he'll always just be like yes i deserve this <laughs> <laughs> yes i deserve this <laughs> <laughs> love it all right moving on um when we finally do get them to reunite as we were talking about very shortly when they do re- reunite in Mark of Athena, sparks fly instantly, which leads us to the infamous stable scene. Yes. Um, what is it about this scene that makes it so meaningful to all the fans? Um, so they finally get onto the Argo 2, and is it Annabeth that whisks Percy off, or is it I think it's Percy I think it's kind of mutual. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because it's, it's Percy that's in the stable's originally because he just likes to hang out with the horses because it's like comforting especially when he's in the sky and he's like this is not my (laughs) domain i don't do the air my domain (laughs) i do not feel like let me let me hang out with my uh, dad's horses um no big deal and then annabeth comes and then this scene (laughs) <laughs> when when we were originally talking about doing this like talking about heroes of olympus my one request was mm-hmm. we need to talk about that stable scene make sure we talk about this yeah. because it's, a little obsessive. it's <laughs> the cutest scene ever there i said it <laughs> yeah there i said it <laughs> it's just like the fact that again like they've been apart for this long time and even then, their mm-hmm. relationship wasn't for very long. And even during that time of their relationship, they didn't get a lot of alone time. Like, they were at Camp mm-hmm. Half-Blood where, you know, Chiron's not going to be like, yeah, let's let you two go on a date. Like, no, he's going to be yeah. the overbearing parent that's, like, supervising. And and they have rules and they have obligations yeah. to their so camp. It's uh, like they haven't had time to breathe and to, like, just mm-hmm. enjoy each other's company and just t- 
talk without a bunch of other people <laughs> yeah so the fact that yeah. they like finally get this time to just be together and like talk and really just enjoy each other's company without any other distractions and then they just like are so comfortable with each other i mean these are two people who have been on so many quests and have probably learned to sleep with one <laughs> eye open and to just like yeah, right. never fully rest and for yeah, the two of them exactly. to feel so comfortable together to like just pass out to like finally be like all my stress is gone because you're here oh, i'm so tired i'm gonna fall asleep <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. and then yeah to it's like beautiful. fall so asleep that you don't even think about the fact that you're about to like get caught Frank's and get in like, a lot of trouble uh -huh, okay uh -huh. <laughs> that was just so sleeping funny. right yeah okay sleeping okay it's just and like i don't know we could do that on this but <laughs> <laughs> it's just so sweet and it just speaks volumes about their relationship and about how comfortable they feel together which i think for a half-blood whose life has been in danger for so many years like that's so constant, special yeah. and i love it <laughs> to, yeah to no, sum that's up a great point i love it <laughs> <laughs> i think it's I, a great point because it's like that's their entire life is just stress stress and shit it's like oh sorry stress and stuff <laughs> uh, i always do it it's okay my um, kids aren't it's in just, here <laughs> yeah, cool. um but it's just like that's their entire purpose is to like complete these quests and that's why I love how this scene is such a big deal to Annabeth and Percy Shippers because it's like any other couple like Rory and Dean when they fall asleep together it's like okay just like a funny humorous thing in Gilmore Girls but this actually speaks to the power of their relationship and how it actually heals and transforms them rather than you know making it more difficult because some right. of the other relationships on the Argo too like make their lives a little bit more uh -huh. difficult. Whereas Percy and Annabeth have gotten to this point where it's like complete comfort together. And I, I love that. That's why I think this is an important scene and love that you brought it up. Yeah. And I think it's also very important that some of the things that you mentioned with like getting away from people and getting away from the quest and everything, mm -hmm. like um, that's also very similar for when they have their underwater kiss at, mm. at the end of uh, mm -hmm. the first book, the, the last Olympian um, when everyone throws them into the water and they're like waiting for them to come up, but they're just like, now nah, we're going to stay down here in our little like, bubble. Yeah. You threw the son we, of Poseidon into a lake, into the water. Surface. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to hang out down here guys. Cause you guys can't give us a break. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's, and that's what makes that moment so special is that they are able to spend it alone by themselves. And that's Finally. the same thing here they're going to spend some time by themselves just like enjoying being in each other's company and yep. also talking about the future which we'll talk about a little bit more mm. later but this is where they start setting the groundwork for okay like what do you want to do with our lives like who do you, like do, do you see me at the end of the tunnel kind of deal like do, um are we, like <laughs> are we staying together <laughs> kind yeah. of deal well, like there's always that you, like you of course remember, we're staying together but there's still what like 17 they're still teenagers 16 17 yeah. i think they're like 17 at this point but yeah yeah still still so babies. think about 17 <laughs> and it's like it's so it's funny because yeah we talk about like they've been in an established relationship but like how much of that relationship <laughs> has been 
carefree and enough time to like really right. like get to know each other and bond in that way. It's a great question. And it's like, <laughs> so you still see those little hints and bits of um, un- uncertainty and insecurity, mm-hmm. right? Where, I mean, mm-hmm. we talked a little bit about Annabeth, right? Going like, what if everything's changed and being there, he's forgotten all about the Greek ways and all mm-hmm. this thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what then if he's a brand new person? Even when they're talking and he's all like, well, and I just kept thinking about us and our future. And then he like realizes like, um, we've only been dating for like three months and we're 17. What am I saying? And then he's like, yep. oh, sorry, I had to think that way to get through it. Like, don't be yep. weird about this. Like, don't be weird. <laughs> but it's like, they're, they're still very young. Like, but at the yeah. same time, like think about most half bloods don't make it past relationship. 17. Like, a lot yeah. of Half-Bloods die before they're, like, fully adults. So they're like, we've made they've it this far. They've also lived... <laughs> they've lived more than most 26-year-olds have lived. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They have been through some crap. So I think there is a there is a maturity to their relationship that not the normal 17-year-old would have. But there right. also is that, like you said, 17-year-old uncertainty, which I think he does a good job of balancing here. Yeah, um, so I think that that's <laughs> they're they're babies. <laughs> they're babies. <laughs> they're just babies. <laughs> I like that's also I, true. I work with some right like I a bunch of the team members at work. They're like uh-huh. in high school still, and I just look at them and I'm just like, oh my gosh, you little baby! Like you don't even mm-hmm. know. <laughs> like their worries yep. and stresses are just totally different than like it's just. Funny. It's true. <laughs> it's true. All right. Next question. So, later in the novel, Percy needs to let Annabeth go on her dangerous quest to find the Athena Parthenos. I think that's how you say it. Parthenos. Sure. But all the while, he wishes that he could go with her. (laughs) See? See? (laughs) You see? I'm not wrong. Okay. Why is this struggle important to see? And what does it show about their relationship and relationships in general? I think it makes sense because obviously they he cares about her a lot and so there's mm-hmm. that worry there because especially mm-hmm. like you mentioned like they've been through a lot already at 17 and they're most demigods yeah. don't live that long anyway like so there's always this overarching just like impending danger like at all times mm-hmm. and so obviously there's that desire to be there to help and protect but i think the fact that he does just he doesn't go with her. He lets her go. Shows that there's that trust in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Because that's... And that's what real relationships are. You don't do absolutely everything with your partner or your spouse or whatever. You know? Like... That would be... That insane. would be insane. Like, my husband and I... <laughs> you hate each other. Are, like, married and joint and we love each other and we have a lot of similarities, but then we're also our own individual people with our own, like, aspirations and goals. And and so it's that supporting the other person without necessarily having to do everything with them. And again, shows that even though they're just 17, it shows those mature aspects of their relationship, which I Mm -hmm. think shows it's more proof and evidence of why the relationship is lasting and why it's so strong. Um, Yeah, yeah, I think it's definitely this. I think this case specifically is very important for Percy 
because obviously Annabeth has had to let Percy do a lot of dangerous stuff and she's had to right. watch him go through a lot and like he mm -hmm. you know was the chosen one for quite a bit and has had to go through a lot of crap and she's kind of just had to sit by and watch it happen and I think that it's very important for Percy to be able to see what it's like on the other side of it and to yeah. mm -hmm. realize what Annabeth's gone through and for him to be like oh yeah this sucks <laughs> Yeah, like, <laughs> I am not a fan. Does and one so, stop being the chosen one even after the event has occurred? Is he not the chosen one anymore? He's now one of one of the chosen ones. <laughs> one of the chosen ones. Yeah. <laughs> it's now it's just grown into seven chosen ones instead. Yeah. Um, but I think that, and it's important for Annabeth to know she's not just Percy's girlfriend or not just like. Percy's sidekick like she's her own hero mm -hmm. she's her own boss woman Leader. who can go yeah. get it done and doesn't need a man like yeah. <laughs> and I think that it's important for both of them to like have this moment of allowing Annabeth to go and do her quest do the thing yeah. that was assigned to her by her mom like it's important to Annabeth and Percy like recognizes that and goes, I know this is important to you. I know this is something you need to do. I don't like it, but I'm going to yeah. step back and like let you do your thing yeah. because I know that you're capable and I know you can do it. And it was kind of a show yeah. of faith as well to be like, I believe in you. You got this. You can go do it. You don't need my help. Like, and to let her yeah. go. But the well, scene the first moment before oh, go ahead. just, is another beautiful oh, scene. Oh, I know. Where they go on, like, the date. The, 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 the date yeah. and he yeah. pizza. Yeah. <laughs> and they ride the scooter around like they're in a, like, old movie. Ugh. Mm -hmm. so, so cute. cute. I think the moment that he realizes it, like, the moment before it's vocalized, but he realizes that she's going to have to do this on his own, he says something like, for a moment, I because he's like, she would have had to do this to save the world. If she didn't do this, she wouldn't save the world. Like, this is something, this is a, a problem that I've always kind of had to deal with in my own quests. And this is something that she has to deal with. And he recognizes that. But he says something like, but for a moment I wanted to say, well, screw the world. Or who needs the world? And I was like, that is so, that is so cute. But he's still willing to understand, like you were saying, that she is an individual with her own calling. And... Not only that, but it's a calling that's more important than him and her. It's, like, just a much bigger thing. So I love that yeah. he has that attachment to her. And he's like, I, you know, screw the world. But yeah. at the same time, Everything he's able burn. to, like, I don't care. Parse it. Yeah. yeah. I just want Annabeth. <laughs> I just want Annabeth. <laughs> right. But he's able to take himself back from that and, like, accept that this is what she needs to do. So yeah. I love that moment. So important. From a reader perspective, I think it's also important to see the chosen one be weak. Mm. Yep. Um, and this is a moment of that um, where we see Percy just be not able to control something. Mm -hmm. And he feels helpless and he feels useless. Um, and like Taylor said, like usually that was Annabeth in the first series where she felt like she could not control the situation. Mm -hmm. um, so now I think it is important to see that although he wants to be with her he cannot go with her this is a path that she alone has to take and I think it's important in any relationship to see that and to understand that 
you cannot always walk you can walk alongside them but you cannot always go with them through their journey whatever this your your partner is going on um it's necessary for some people to go through some things alone and to experience some things alone um but yeah i agree that if we spent the entire day with our partners we would go insane <laughs> relationships Especially are important these two. but they're not yes they're not the end all be together all the time that's mm-hmm. too much <laughs> <laughs> Um, and with our next question, um, <laughs> talking we kind about of, separation. <laughs> yeah, we kind of dabbled at this a little bit. So after being apart for so long, any separation is almost unbearable for these two. Do you find this healthy, or do you think it's warranted? You might hear children sounds in the background. That's okay. They're not being <laughs> quiet. <laughs> it's all good. Um, I think they're super excited about Sonic. <laughs> yeah. understandable the sonic hype is real um i think that i have a few thoughts one in their particular example of being half-bloods where your life is on the line literally every second of every day i think yeah you never know when's the last moment you're gonna see the other person and so mm-hmm. being separated is hard because you're like, what if they die while they're gone and I didn't mm-hmm. say what I wanted to say and like we're not together and they die alone? Like, no, <laughs> like, like that's definitely <laughs> a very real part of it. But then I also like, I remember like my husband and I, when we first started dating, it was all long distance. It was all just via like okay. FaceTime and stuff. And it sucked. Like, obviously, it was good that we had FaceTime. Like, we could at least talk to each other. But there's just something about, like, not being with the person you love. And, like, knowing that, like, they're off doing stuff. Like, obviously, we're two independent people, and that's fine. But it's, like, not being able to spend that time together is, like, really hard. There's got to be a balance. Yeah. And so, I think that in person and out of that situation, like... I get it. Like, yeah, I wouldn't want to be separated again. Especially, they haven't been together for that, like, reunited for that long. Like, this series doesn't take place over a long period of of time. So, it's the honeymoon phase. In the honeymoon phase of your relationship, you do want to be with your person 24 hours a day. All the time. (laughs) Yep. It's true. When you're, you know, first dating somebody, when, like, you know, you do want to be with them every hour possible. Like, right. And even with your, it's not like I don't want to be. It's not like you don't want to be with them. Like you do, but right. it's like you don't necessarily different. feel like the pain of like, oh, I don't. You hang up first. No, you hang. You know, like no, it's, you. That, <laughs> it's yeah. that feeling. Like yeah. that feeling does Gross. go away. It doesn't Gross. mean the love's yes. not still there. But <laughs> the the puppy love, gross honeymoon yeah. stuff. They're mm-hmm. still in that. So they've been apart a lot. And then, like, yeah, just the sheer idea of, like, are you kidding me? Like, we have to separate again? Like, no. This physically pains me. (laughs) It can be unhealthy, I think, if you're, like, being obsessive about it. Mm -hmm. Or, like, you need to be independent. But they're clearly very independent people. (laughs) They're very independent. And I think that more where this comes from, especially in the Mark of Athena, like, when they're first 
getting back into it, I think that it comes from the fact that they have had such a traumatic experience in the very beginning of their relationship. Right. So any times mm-hmm. that they're like grasping for each other, like where is Percy or where's Annabeth? I think it stems from that fear of having lost them in the past, which is something that right. not a lot of early yeah. relationships go through. So I, I do think it's warranted here. I think there are times like in relationships I've seen that it's not been a great thing if you can't you know, be on your own. Like it's, yeah. it becomes a little bit of an obsessive thing. But I think in their case, I I don't sense that. Um, I think it's more just getting over this trauma of like her thinking that he literally could be dead any minute. Well, know? and like the mm-hmm. fact that they oh. you know have a few months of dating, but then it goes from one prophecy to the next prophecy, and they're like, <laughs> can we just date? Like normal people, yep, done with the prophecies. <laughs> Dating alone is a battlefield. Yeah, and you're yeah. Us into several others. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I only posed that question just because, like, there were times I was like, "All right, Percy, you're a little clingy." Right yeah, now. dude. <laughs> <laughs> Let Seven. Annabeth be. Percy Annabeth. is a little yeah, clingy, though. That's just how yep. he is in the relationship. Yep. Yeah. Which I think is hilarious. It's like endearing, though. Because Annabeth's like, <laughs> it is endearing. I gotta go do this. And he's like, okay. <laughs> but I think that that's important well, to see that part of him, even though he's like the hero right. and he was the protagonist of the first series. Yeah. You're like, all right, Percy, suck it up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think sometimes he just doesn't get her either. Like, it just because she, you know, she's wise all of these things she she thinks out and i forget which part of i think it was in the mark of athena as well where he was like sometimes she just gets like this and i don't really get it and i'm just like <laughs> you're right you can't get it percy it's just different you're personality you're a boy you're a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i just was sitting there relating so much <laughs> but it's great i yeah. i think nonetheless um even if they do have these like sort of misunderstandings and percy can get a little clingy i think ultimately they respect each other a lot and oh, we yeah. see that through many different things that they mm-hmm. go through. So, For sure. Yeah. Okay. Now let's move into the House of Hades. Okay. Well, I feel so like th- before we jump into the House of Hades, though, we need oh, okay. to talk about Taylor. what happens to get them to the House of Hades. The- <laughs> <laughs> we do. Because that what scene. Right at the end of the Mark of oh. Athena. I cry. Let me tell you. <laughs> cry every long. time. Every time. I read that book when it came out. I had to wait for the next book to Oof. come out. Oh, man. And I was just like... <laughs> but, ah! but how? I was like, <laughs> but how? they literally just no fell words. into Tartarus, and now you're just going to end the book? Come on, Rick. <laughs> well, so, it doesn't just end right there. It ends it with ends the enough. guys on the ship being like, who cares about them? Come on, them? let's go save our friends. Who like, cares yeah. about them? <laughs> <laughs> Who cares about that? I wanted. I mean, accurate. Well, I wanted to know what happened to Perkabeth. And I mean, luckily, House of Hades, we get plenty of it as we're about to dive yes. into. But that scene where he's holding on to her. So powerful. And she's oh, like, just let goodness. go of me. Just let me drop. And he's, and he's like, like I am uh, never I letting so. you go again. And you're like, <laughs> as sobbing. his fingers are like getting. He's no yeah. rose from Titanic. He doesn't right. let go. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't hey. let go. When he says I'll never let go, he actually never lets go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think honestly, this is one of my favorite scenes. My favorite of all time, Perkabeth scenes, because I'm just like 
the whole time he's like, yeah, Annabeth has to do this on her own. But he always has like a plan in the back of his head, like, nope, but she doesn't. Yeah. I'm gonna be there anyway. And I'm like, just in case. <laughs> That's why uh, I, I love that he just wants to go through life with her, whether it be like the scariest stuff in the world or, you know, the happiest day ever. Like, I feel like he just wants to be with her. And I love that. It was it's so, so cute. Amazing. It was such a cute, sad, amazing, powerful scene. And I just felt like we yeah. had to at least touch on it before we yes. dive into House of Hades, because it kind of oh, sets sure. the stage, the tone for mm-hmm. everything that's about to happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, now that we have so that, that yeah. sort of out of the way, <laughs> now we're I'm good. sure it will come back. Um, the House of Hades is a major stepping stone in their relationship. So I open the floor. Let's talk about it. We can talk about their dive into Tartarus, all of the things. Oh, sorry. My There's dog's so running around out back. <laughs> yes, there is. They're in <laughs> Tartarus. There's so much angst. And I'm sorry. I, for being such a sucker for romance... I love angst. Like, I love it. Like, as long as there's a happy ending, like, torture my favorite characters. Give me all the angst. Like, give me all the angst. It's great. So, I love him. Let's put him in pain. Like, (laughs) um, I... I don't uh, people think I'm crazy. It's my favorite book of the series. It's a good book. It's so heavy. (laughs) It's a good book, though. Oh, it's so good. It's so heavy, but it's so good. <laughs> well, I mean, like, if you're comes, if you're talking Perkabeth, this is the quintessential the Perkabeth book. Yeah. Yeah. The next one is yeah. kind of like... Especially since... We'll get into it, but this is it. Especially since we didn't have a whole lot before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we have a whole series of first Percy and Annabeth. We do correct. not have anything that's like Perkabeth. Yeah, and even the first two of this series, they're not really together. Together, together. they only—it's th- a third book where they actually like reconnect. Yeah, and then um, they're separated again, so. and you're like, just exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you're like that Dive barely lasted any hell. time at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, um, this is the heavy Perkabeth book, but it's also it not the heavy, heavy book. In, like happy moments, <laughs> like yeah. A lot of trials, which, but I don't want to get too much into the next question. Yeah. Right. Well, ultimately, it's more (laughs) trials. Like we were saying again, do they really need to get challenged in their relationship? (laughs) Yes. Rick was like, yeah, the steam train coming through. So let's. I I definitely think. I think it's. If it were to happen to anybody, I don't know if anybody else would have been able to handle it. Yeah, it's for the Uh, best that it was (laughs) Perkabat. Like, yep. who else would have survived Agreed. it? No one. No one. They would have. Even, yeah, um, even Nico they came when close he to went dying down. Multiple times. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. And like I was saying, even Nico, who is a guy, like a son of Hades, mm-hmm. went down. And he said that even, like he was not the same after coming out of it. So, yeah. And that's because he went in solo. So knowing that... Now these two are going in together. The reason why they are able to maintain such a um, more a sense of <laughs> a sense of being okay in a place that is not okay. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> correct. More of a, more of a sense of calmness. And I mean, obviously they're they're still terrified and crazy. Yeah. 
<laughs> they're crazy. But they, they know that they're going yeah. through it together, and that's what's important. Well, doesn't yeah. Nico say something like Percy's like the strongest person that he knows? And mm-hmm. like, yep. yeah. if anyone could get through it, it's Percy. Yeah. Yep, and especially with thing. Annabeth, yeah, because when he's with Annabeth, yeah. he's like mm-hmm. at his strongest. Because he would yes. do literally anything to protect her. So Nico's like, they'll be fine. <laughs> don't worry about it (laughs) um but i think like even from the fall like obviously they're falling together for a really 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 long time yeah if i remember correctly somewhere in the book it like when it goes back to them and it's like they're still falling like it's yeah yeah um but then when they fall they fall into that water that like literally makes you hopeless it's the river of uh, sorrows or something. Yeah, like yeah. it just makes you I can't remember sad. All the names. Oh and the gosh, only that's reason that this book has so many, this book has like House of Hades especially, like all of them do. Like Rick really liked to throw in as much of the mythology stuff as he could, but like this yeah. book specifically, a lot. There are so many characters and names and things. Because I got kind of everyone. Points everyone too. ended oh, up and in then Tartarus. This giant, but this giant's <laughs> nice. This giant's not, and their names are only one letter different. So and how am I Cupid supposed to and like Hercules <laughs> and like blah blah blah. blah and I'm like, uh. every everyone ends up in Tartarus. That's the moral of the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the only reason they survive, even that initial falling into the water, like is because they're together. Right. Like, they would have died right off the bat. Yeah, she gives him hope, he gives her hope, like, and it's just like, yeah. they're getting through this together. And that kind of sets the tone for the rest of the book, that, like, the only mm-hmm. reason they are getting through this is because they're together and they're in love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so and then even uh, just relying on each other when... You don't know what like what the next step of like they know that they have to get to the door, but they don't know how to get to the door. So like, it's just an always like a guessing game of what's the next step, mm-hmm. um, and having to drink the fire and like <laughs> like um, you do, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, you no do. big deal. <laughs> uh, they just have to learn to trust each other even more deeper than before, which is kind of insane. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. already pretty deep. <laughs> <laughs> but not Tartarus Deep, and now it's Tartarus Deep. Mm. But yeah, I feel like um, I'm like I don't want to, because obviously there's more questions. Because on the this, most so intense, like, I don't want to talk. Like, the real too crazy much part about about it. Shall so. we go to the next question? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, so one of the more most powerful scenes in the House of Hades is when they encounter the Arai, and that's correct. The, I, I believe so. Again, I okay. took Latin, not and Greek. So much stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know the Greek ways. <laughs> Regardless, um, they have the encounter of these spirits, and they the curses are placed upon them. Mm-hmm. Um, how does this scene demonstrate the love of these, these two possess? I love this scene. <laughs> I'll say that. I'll say it's intense. It is. Mm-hmm. That's what I was gonna say. It kind of scares me. This it's, scene. <laughs> it's, it was one of those scenes where reading it, like my hands were clammy, and mm, yeah, like <laughs> you know, like I, I I have very visceral reactions to reading, like, and this was one of those things where I was just like, oh my gosh, will it end? Like, um, because it does almost kill Percy. Like, 
Yep. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Which is like because he's trying to be so a hero. scary. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's it's especially like difficult because I don't, I don't know if difficult's the right word, but like they were even like they were trying to be smart about it, right? Like they realized like, oh, okay. You kill them, that's when you get the curse. But also <laughs> like if you don't we kill can't them, let them ki- <laughs> they, they kill, kill you. Anyway. So, like, yeah. What do yeah. we do here, you know? And so tricky. Like, honestly, it was like it was really like kind of again, they had each other to strengthen each other, which was huge, mm-hmm. not being alone down there. But then a little bit of it was just luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you watch a movie and they're like doing like an espionage scene and you're like, something's going to go wrong. Something's going to go wrong. And you're so stressed because you're like, oh, no, this is where they this is where everything falls apart. This is where they all die. This is where (laughs) you're like, yeah, this is where this is where they no longer can go on. Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, it was. And it was was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot mentally, emotionally (laughs) as a reader. Obviously. I just think it's interesting to see which curses are placed on Annabeth that mm-hmm. evoke him to be like, okay, she can't take, she like, I'm not allowing her to take anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bear all mm-hmm. in a sense because uh, she loses her sight, which is obviously difficult in the first place. Well, especially um, when you still have to fight other ones. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's like no, the worst one. Physically <laughs> difficult, and also, yeah. And then uh, she the second one that she kills she feels abandoned yeah and, like, lost. Oh. Um, and percy which just goes back to them feeling like that that feeling of separation that, separation. that fear it yeah. makes them feel that all over again so mm-hmm. it's a lot because again the only reason that they've made it so far in tartars is because they've been together and they now she feels now alone she yeah feels so isolated because like on top of not being and able it, to see him, like that would have been a f- nice reassurance. But yep, <laughs> <laughs> imagine. <laughs> yeah, but he uh, does. But yes. uh, he gets so many. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so many. He get, she gets like the two, and then he's like, "Okay, I got the rest, babe." Don't That's worry. too many. That's too many. Because <laughs> he gets like the wound that killed Gurion or Garyon or mm-hmm. yeah. whatever. Oh, the stab. Yeah, the, his eye or whatever. Doesn't he get his? He, eye he gets or the something? tick in his eye. He gets yeah. the something where like he's cold all the time or something. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, he gets burned. Yeah, I'm like, I don't even remember like, them all. There's so many. <laughs> Um, yeah. And then the last one is um, Phineas's gift, the prophecy gift or curse. It's really a curse of prophecy. It's or a something. curse. I'm like they're not and gifts. It, like, it, like, Where he, and that's that's like, really like the straw that breaks the camel's back. And like it's like okay, and now he's out for the count. Like now he's done. Yeah. Like <laughs> no big deal. The fact that he took that many in the first place is impressive. Impressive. Yep. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So and then they well, also because he just starts seeing all these things, right? And he gets all these visions and stuff, and it mm-hmm. like makes him then then he feels like guilty and add that mm-hmm. to all the physical. So it's like emotional, physical, all the torture, all the pains. They're just getting hammered. <laughs> like honestly, it's it's kind of it's hard to watch. This is why it was really unsettling to me. And the fact of the matter is that they still are able to hold on to each other and hold on to mm-hmm. hope, which is a big big freaking deal i mean again, how many of the characters because of luck uh, very yeah i'm not gonna lie there is luck because involved like, 
but hey, suddenly there's someone else there to help them. Like, <laughs> but like we were saying before, think of any of the other characters in this story. Oh, they would be going dead. through this. They would have yeah, been no, dead a long time Jason ago. They, they wouldn't have made dead. it to this point. <laughs> Jason and Piper, exactly. Jason and Piper would have died in the water. Uns- like, <laughs> yep. I'm like, these are the I'll only two who could have done I'll this. say it. <laughs> The only yeah. other ones that like would have probably made it out of the water, maybe like to the second, you know, trial, so to speak, would be like Frank and Hazel. And Hazel. Yes, I think they, yes. especially because Hazel is a uh, daughter of uh, Hades, Hades Pluto. Pluto, and so death. it's like she's the daughter think, of death. <laughs> I think they probably would have been like able to make it part of the way, but I don't think they even they would have made it as far as Percy and Annabeth did. Yeah. Right. I right. agree. Shall we move on? Um, yeah. So continue on in Tartarus. <laughs> okay. More Tartarus. Yeah, it's a pack while book. traveling. Yeah, it is. So while traveling the depths of Tartarus, one thing that continues to keep Annabeth and Percy hopeful is the future, especially their future together. So let's talk about this feeling of hope in the midst of dread and what their future dreams are. So that whole... This goes goes back to that dream of living a full life in New Rome. Like when Percy's in New Rome and he sees there's like older demigods living there, like living their lives. They're raising families. He immediately is like, oh, what if Annabeth and I got a home here? Oh, wait. uh, (laughs) Maybe that can't be a thing. Too much. (laughs) Like, it's so cute. And so then for them to finally, I mean, they've got plenty of time to talk now. (laughs) (laughs) They do. That's my part. So for him to be able to fully like express his desire to live this full life with her to be like you know if we make it out of tartarus this literal death and hell pit do you want to maybe like (laughs) consider this being more serious <laughs> well, but it's interesting because it's a time to have that yeah. conversation. Yeah, they both call back to it, right? Like, yeah, they do. Because they, they, he, he initially brings it up back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a but they didn't book, have like a you know? serious yeah. conversation about it. But it's like right from the get go. I think from when they fall in the river, you know, and they're surrounded yeah. by all those sorrows. Mm-hmm. I think that's the first time Annabeth brings up like, hey. Just focus picture, on our future. Focus yeah. on what our lives are going to be like. Just picture that and let's get out of this. Like, just picture that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's from the very so beginning cute. that they're just mm-hmm. thinking about, like, yeah, it sucks right now. But just right now, like, think about we'll going. get through this and then it won't suck anymore. Like, I, But I think that <laughs> that's... Kind of have stop to think sucking. That way. Yeah, I'm like, but I think that's kind of the way that it is with any, like, hard situation like that. Like... When you are in a situation where you're like, I am not happy right now, you're like, but what if in the future? And you like kind of have to think about what could, like, especially when you're in a situation you can't change, like being stuck in Tartarus. Like, all you oh, can do is think about the future. <clears throat> yeah, and I think it shows a strength of character and a strength of Next. their relationship that they just keep freaking going with that in the back of their heads you could give up at any point like if i were a tartarus i'd be given up like almost immediately so i don't know i just think it shows that they both have really strong characters and that 
they're really good together because they're always looking towards the future in these weird moments. But I think, like you're saying, every relationship goes through this to different mm -hmm. degrees. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to sort of think to the hopeful, bright future to get through the tough moment that you're in. For them, it just happens to be like the most tough moment yeah, that the anyone literal could be in. most <laughs> tough moment. Yes. So I think that just shows that they're really strong. Mm hmm. Very true. And yeah, and thoughts? I look, I look forward to, um, the way, I, like, at any moment, I just enjoyed them finding hope within the darkness. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I mean, like, to be honest, it says a lot. It's yeah. I'm like, it's very, it's very beautiful in like a poetic. It's very poetic in it being mm -hmm. very sad for them. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I mean, they are teenagers. And so like they, the first reaction would not to be to hope for a future. Mm -hmm. Like, look at all they, the emo they, kids. <laughs> they'd be wrapped around <laughs> in what they're going through and not be able to focus on something so much greater. But I mean, they're both obviously she's wise but there even mm -hmm. percy is wise in his own way so it is cool to see that they am them looking forward to something and that's what's really drive the driving force of getting them out of the hell pit that they are in yep <laughs> well and i think um, something that we talked about in the first um first part right is mm -hmm. their their kind of balance of the relationship where sometimes the right form of action is to strategize and plan ahead. And sometimes mm -hmm. you just need to jump in and take action. Like there's yep, you, overthinking and strategizing. Like you'll never come up with the right decision. You just need to act. Right. And they balance each other out in those ways. And I think mm -hmm. you see in Tartarus, in the different trials, there are those different, there are those times where it's like, we have to think about the best way to you know overcome this villain and like this monster and then there are other mm -hmm. times where it's like no planning we just need to we need to act right now or we're gonna die kind of thing right so yeah. it's again further evidence of why they survived because they they've got that balance but and while they'll why they will do well in the future because mm, exactly. they both kind of are able to support each other in those different roles when it's needed so i think that's great yeah. I love it, even though it's intense. I think it's really telling for their relationship. Yeah, yeah I love that, that as soon as uh, Percy sees New Rome, he's like, I want that, and I want it with Annabeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No question in his mind. It's a man with a plan. Again, too, some, you, you can say, like, oh, but they've only been dating for three months. And I'm like, yeah, but they've been, like, best friends since they were 12. So, yeah. like, yeah. of course he's going to, you know, their relationship is going to be more than meeting somebody and dating like only knowing them for three months and dating for, them three, for three months, months. yeah like, yeah they may have only been in like a, an actual relationship for three months but they've known each other for years like mm -hmm. again i'm very strong proponent of the friends to lovers trope it's very strong those relationships are unbreakable like, it's very strong <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we very talked cool. about that in part one too so yep. yes <laughs> All right, so let's continue on. Um, quote, her voice caught on the word friend. Percy was a lot more than that. Even boyfriend really didn't cover it. So, DTR, define the relationship. What are they then if not friends or boyfriend and girlfriend? Soulmates. Soulmates. <laughs> Soulmates. <laughs> uh, next question. 
big <laughs> harmony there, everybody. That was a quick great. one. But haven't you had relationships like that? Like, yeah. Because I and and not even just romantic ones, right? Where it's like, I have like a best friend where it's like, best friend doesn't even count. Like, mm. doesn't how it. long we've known each other and like mm-hmm. what we've shared with each other and what we've gone through with each other. It's like best friend doesn't even cover it really you know like i feel like there's got to be a closer word like for what we are (laughs) my soul sister (laughs) yeah yeah really it's like it's why she's like an honorary aunt to my children like they call her aunt like because i'm like you're not just it's not the same you know and so i get it like they're 17 they're not married they can't get like that would be like the logical next like you're not right. boyfriend you're husband material you know like right but they're also weird so what do you teenagers what do you call yes. it you know what is what is, what, is, what does she put in that instance what like, do you call so it hard. when you've been to tartarus with yeah. yeah what do you call that <laughs> i don't know <laughs> and survive been to tartarus like, and back they're yeah. my tartarus buddy <laughs> that's great well that's what I was thinking to myself the whole time they were going through this I was just like yeah this isn't really a boyfriend girlfriend thing anymore it sort of reaches a a new level yeah once you've bore your soul to someone like that you've gotten cursed for them I'm not gonna gonna remember what 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 this book is from which is bothering me because it's on the tip of my tongue but very famous well-known quote where it's like whatever his soul is made of like like mine is the same. Oh, it's Wuthering I Heights. It. Wuthering Heights. Thank you. Yes. Yes. I was like, yes. ah. But it's like that's what this is. You know, like that is they're yeah. they're connected. Like there's no separating yep. them at this point. Kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like it's the, more the, than they're just the healthy version of a Heathcliff and they're uh, a healthy yes. version. <laughs> yes. Such a lovely quote for such like an uh, story. But <laughs> great quote. Love exactly. it. I love to apply that quote to other relationships. Yes. So. I think it belongs here. Yes. <laughs> yes. Devin, any thoughts? Uh, no, I agree. I think it was just uh, a throwaway question because yeah. obviously we know. The but, quote. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's important to talk about. And I think it's necessary that like they aren't just boyfriend and girlfriend anymore. They're, they're so much more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a lot of um, growth and it exceeds that. Although they are, like uh, Kaylee said, they are only teenagers. So they can't necessarily do anything um, with that. But... Um, it speaks a lot of it speaks volumes of who they are and mm-hmm. how they continue to lead their lives um, from this point forward they're they're choosing that this is mm-hmm. who we are um, and I, I, I kind of makes me sad because we don't necessarily get any additional growth once they are out of Tartarus really yeah, yeah. Um, besides besides them in, like having fears of Tartarus and having that and yeah. still be like yeah then they have to overcome the trauma <laughs> yeah. yeah the trauma they have to work hard because that would be a PTSD. lot of trauma <laughs> yeah hardcore PTSD and they don't have therapists yeah they right. don't exactly <laughs> that was one thing that that was one thing that Ryden did not yeah. write in. I was mean. a oh, they also <laughs> went to this person to get some therapy. Yeah, well, <laughs> needed much needed but therapy. It is kind of sad when you think about it that immediately, like, kind of their entire relationship has just sort of 
been these different elements of trauma, like going into different quests, and they've never really had that time to just be boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Well, they really had those small three months. <laughs> but even the, in those three, three months, months, they were like helping out a ton at Camp Half Blood. Like they were yeah. essentially helping They're run busy. the but camp. That's, but that is normal for them. That is, yeah. Correct. Yeah. They aren't Sadly, actually normal, normal teenagers. They are not ever going to have a moment of true normalcy. So that yeah. was as yeah. normal mm-hmm. as it was going to get. So they did have. For three months. And it was at the start of their formed, saw, like actual stated relationship. So mm-hmm. it's. Yeah. A foundation. True. That's true. Be a great Some one, form of foundation. foundation. A very <laughs> sad one, but a foundation nonetheless. It's better than just sand. They've got some stone. Yeah, true. <laughs> true, true, true. Like uh, Jason and Piper. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, boy. I'm telling you. Uh, Taylor, I'm not you talking about that right now. <laughs> the, the shade okay. I can throw on that relationship. <laughs> so much shade. Well, I think other people we've asked to join us have also said, I don't really like them that much. I'm like, Great. <laughs> what are we going to do about this? Um, but anyway, so as the war rages on, Annabeth and Percy both experience a fear of the unknown and not being able to control the future. Is love scary? Wow, Devin, we're getting into it. And what fears, what fears do they have and what is their solution to them? Yes, love is scary. We can just... Can be scary. We yes. state that. <laughs> the unknown in general is scary. Like Terrifying. Yeah. There's fear of the unknown and what you can't control. I'm a control freak. That yep. scares me every day. Yeah. <laughs> I yep. can't think about anything too much or I'm, I spiral, you know? Like, yep. Oh, it can, you can do things just in your own head. Yeah. Like, just really go places. So. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and relationships are like that. You never know what the other person is thinking, which mm-hmm. is why I kind of like this series and that we get all of the different yeah, perspectives. We, we know what chapters. they're thinking. I'm honestly, <laughs> yeah. Just quick shout out to Rick because, like, I cool. wrote a book. Writing in so I wrote many a book like, coming from you have two perspectives. Exactly. Two. And it was, like, very difficult. Whenever I'd want to switch perspectives, I'd have to, like, take a step back and like reframe like okay this yep. I've got to change my whole tone like everything like I'm writing from a different mm-hmm. person now and he does especially it so like much male to female so and then like yes. oh it's a lot Greek side to Roman side to like oh though I'm yeah, sure a lot. a lot of that took place in editing to be fair yeah I'm sure that yeah. it went through some rigorous he had the, he editing had the draft, then he kind of yeah to make sure it was cohesive. But I... No, I... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Off of, like, what fears do they have and what's their solution to them, I think that in, like, especially after the Tartarus situation, like, I think that they realize the worst that can happen at this point, really, is death. Like, they've (laughs) been through... The worst. Tartarus, I think everyone can agree, is just the worst thing that can happen to you. Um, And Mm -hmm. so at this point, it's like... Other than just dying. Yeah, the worst thing that can happen is just being dead at this point. And so they kind of have to, like, accept that and learn to focus on, like, the future and on the positive and on what they can do and on, you know, all those... uh, anxiety coping mechanisms <laughs> mm-hmm. yep 
like what can you like control they, in the situation they, exactly what they what they end up doing which is i think a very common like coping mechanism for people with like anxiety it's something i do all the time is i have to really like take a step back and reframe it's why i'm a list person and i make lists because it's like i have to create what i what is in my control and focus yeah, just on what exactly. is in my control like to the way remove to do it. my thoughts from what's not <laughs> like mm-hmm. so and that's i and mean I they do, don't make an actual I, list but <clears throat> they do <laughs> the scene that really helped uh stir this question is when it's annabeth and piper and they're going into the uh, uh i don't know exactly the place and i forget the person they have to go against but it's one of the giants mm. when it's just the two of them, of them you mean yeah, Annabeth they they go into they go into this like tunnel area, and it's Piper that has to really make the decisions for them because Annabeth is so overcome by her fear. The yep. the, the area that they're in, understandably, is just, well, yeah, it's right. freaking spiders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> no one can blame overcome. her. <laughs> nope. Well, especially with her history. Make, yeah, right. Exactly. I would be like that, and I don't have any particular history with spiders. I just don't like them. <laughs> but she's trying to make all these uh logical decisions in her mental state and she's not able to but piper says that it's not about going through the mental process it's about what you feel and being able to just know that your feelings are are it's going to be okay like Mm -hmm. uh you have to just know that no matter what you have to push through the fear and just I think that's an no. important scene. Mm. It the is, two of it's them. Hu- and that's kind of like where I was deriving this question from. Isn't it the and temple of in- fear that they go into? Probably. I can't remember the exact name of it. <laughs> it sounds about right. <laughs> but um, it is Piper. I think it's because I don't necessarily like Piper's great and all, but like. Eh. <laughs> I, this is a good scene for her. Yeah, yes. Knowing this- that she is able to help. This was someone who, as Rick trying to as redeem her. <laughs> yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think their solution is just to like understand that they might have these feelings, but they need to work through them. It's not just going to be something that they can just like stay within their minds and like deal with. They have to really talk them out. They have to um, know that. Um, Although the future might be uncertain, although they can't necessarily control everything, they have to work with what they're able to control, mm-hmm. and and that is their love for each other. Oh, um, well, and I think I it's, love it's it. important too because it's again these books are targeted to young towards younger younger <laughs> audience, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it's like your emotions are okay, like it's it's normal and okay to have emotions. Even emotions that we sometimes refer to as negative emotions. Like, just because it's a negative emotion doesn't mean it's negative to feel it. Like, Mm -hmm. it's okay to feel that emotion. You're going to feel that emotion. But what do you do anyway kind of thing? When you feel it. When you feel it. And it makes me think of that other, this is, this is not from a book, but, um, the, you write like the courage (laughs) isn't the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. Mm Mm-hmm. That's so many quote Mandela. drops in this episode. Yeah. I love Nelson it. Nelson Mandela said that. Yeah. I'm not positive, yeah. but um, so don't quote me on that, that it was Nelson Mandela. But I don't <laughs> quote her on the quote, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, 
Courage isn't the, like, they're brave, not because they're not still afraid. Like, they're obviously still afraid, but they overcome it mm-hmm. anyway. Yep. Despite that fear, which is very, like we've said, who wouldn't be afraid in that situation? Exactly. Or throughout these entire, I would just be nonstop afraid. True. <laughs> Same. I'd like to think that I would also, I'm the kind of person that I, I do well in high stress pressure situations and I would just mm-hmm. like power through it and then just break down when it was all over. But I'd be afraid the whole time. Like. The whole time. <laughs> Same. Cool. Um, so with that, let's kind of break off for one moment. What <laughs> is your favorite book from this series we asked this question about the prior series so what's your favorite book of this i think series? we know we which kaylee's is yeah kaylee already, already, already said i've already said it yeah <laughs> house of Hades. give me all the angst yep. <laughs> give, it, give it to me <laughs> taylor what, what's what yours for you, taylor? i think i mean it's a tough choice i can tell you which one's my least favorite um <laughs> Which oh, one? We, you could the first one. There's no the first one. Give me Percy. All right, that's Where's Percy? He's my favorite. Um, my favorite, I think, is actually The Mark of Athena. I think that it me has too. some beautiful scenes in it, and it's like a good storyline. It's finally like Percy well, and Annabeth are together. That's the book with the stable scene, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 So yeah. of course it's your favorite. She's like, beautiful scene. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> well, it's got the stable scene. It has the it's date why scene. Your favorite it Harry has the Potter falling into Tartarus scene. It's your favorite Harry Potter book because it's the only book with Harry and Ginny, though the rest of the book sucks. You love it because of Harry yep. and Ginny. That's <laughs> fair. But this one's like the better version of that where the actual storyline's good too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed the Mark of Athena's plot. Mm-hmm. I really like. Um, when they're on the ship and like the sort of pirates they run into like I just thought it was oh, a yeah. really cool like it's the first time they're not just in Camp Half-Blood yeah. or like in America like in they're America. going out into the world worldwide <laughs> in America. Mr. Worldwide yeah <laughs> Mr. Worldwide I, I just thought like even if Percy and of course Percy and Annabeth make it awesome but even without them like it's kind of a good story so yeah I, that's, that's my the favorite. bonus on top of all yeah. of the yeah. beautiful Percabeth scenes that you get Yes, exactly. I assume more people were going to say House of Hades, but I was also going to say that mine is the Mark of Athena. Yeah, well, see, this is what I'm saying. No, this is what I'm telling you. When I tell people like, the House of Hades is my favorite, they all think I'm crazy. Yeah, no, I, 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 I it's a like lot of angst. Ha- I do like the House of Hades yep. for those reasons as well. I think it's it's packed full of uh, Perkabeth. Yeah, I definitely um, would say that's my number but, two. Like, it definitely goes Mark yeah, of Athena, then House of Hades. No, but, but I everyone, want my most baby people to say Mark of Athena. Most people to say Mark of Athena. <laughs> not like, yeah, shockingly, not the It's got the nice fluffy one, scenes. Give me the angsty ones. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's kind of sad. I didn't expect anyone to say the last one. I can't even remember the, the name of, of it. The Blood of Olympus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the weakest I don't know why. book. It just it was the wasn't weakest thrilling book. to me. Yeah. It's yeah, hard. I, I, agree. I, I feel for Rick, though. Because he didn't write really there. That is that is the end of his Greek slash Roman. Yeah, yeah it was a lot of build up. Like, and there was a lot of pressure. There was, was a lot of pressure. It's essentially it's not just the fifth book of the series. It's the tenth, it's the tenth book tenth last tenth of the yeah. entire Percy Jackson like world. And yeah. I can't even imagine like finishing like trying to end it. Like that would be so hard. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be so hard. So that's, I mean, that's true. It's true. I just was sort of like, okay, 
It's a good story. Yeah, it but was. I, fine. I really enjoyed. I've never been satisfied with an ending that I've written personally, whether it's a short mm-hmm. story or something longer. I I hate writing endings. I, I think they're so hard. You always so have more to hard. say. You always have more to say. Yep. And I mean, mm-hmm. to and be fair, Rick went on to say more. <laughs> There's well, that, like, yep. the Demi Diaries or series. something. Is that what? Yep. Isn't that something else he wrote? There's that. There's yeah. a crossover yep. with. Um, the Egyptian series. There's um, the one there with is? Mm, what? What's that one? There's. It's just a crossover story. It's just one. Um, and then there's uh, the trials awesome. of Apollo. <laughs> you have the trials of Apollo. Yeah. You have the one with um, Marcus. Wait, is the trials of? You're right. The trials of Apollo isn't like an official book of the series. I always thought it was just an official book of the series. No, it's about Apollo. <laughs> it's a, it's but now, a like that, we've trilogy. gone through them. I'm like, oh wait, we haven't talked about Ooh. that one. <laughs> no, that one's about Apollo, like getting forced into a mortal body and having to experience mortality, just like the old uh, Greek myth. So, dang, okay, yeah. <laughs> Which Apollo also was cool. m- one of my favorites. So that was kind of fun. I, right. I do really like Apollo. So. They're all your my thing is that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's not my true. Thing is that I, that's not I true. enjoyed <laughs> Zeus sucks. In the Greek I world, <laughs> if, if, in mythology world, in the world of Greek mythology, you you would eat any of it up. Let's be real. Yeah, Zeus <laughs> sucks though. I stand by that statement. This is true. He does. Zeus suck. is just bad guy. Um, but for me, it, I enjoyed the Last Olympian so much that I really looked forward mm. to the Blood of Olympus. Because I really wanted like a strong. He set some high closure. expectations. Yeah. And I didn't get as good of a wrap up as I felt like the last. You Olympian did the first was. one. Like yeah. the last Olympian was mind blowing mm-hmm. craziness. Like all the small characters had like major pieces, and even this one, like everyone plays their role. But there's everyone has too their many. moment. Yeah, that's, and that's for me. It was confusing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was me as well. And also, I don't know if anyone of you felt like this, but I always question, like, are these actually the, 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 the great seven? Or is there going to be, like, oh, joke, like, psych, this person's not really <laughs> yeah. this this other person from... Is one of the that's seven. getting introduced yeah. is going to be one of the seven. Like they they seemed a little bit too confident that like yeah I'm one of the seven. <laughs> I I think it's the it's the trouble with this kind of story and with a lot of like th- our storylines is the typical mm-hmm. way is you have you know your hero your protagonist and yeah there's other people that are like important characters like in the original Percy Jackson mm-hmm. series. Percy was the protagonist and obviously Annabeth and Grover and like a few of the others like very important characters but in the end it's it's Percy and that makes it really easy to follow the storyline because you're focused on Percy when you say these seven different people are all the protagonists you're like it's a lot okay (laughs) and like trying (laughs) to give trying to give like enough closure to seven different characters Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard. It's just too much. It's too much. And then much. we're adding in yeah. Ray, Reyna, and we're adding yeah. in Nico. Nico, like you added too many people at that point yeah. to to have a full closure. I'm glad they kept Nico. I do really like Nico as a character. Nico's I like great. Nico. Same. But it's almost like had, it was he too had a much. Big journey throughout this. It was too well. much for a five book series. It was. Yeah. Like you, you had almost 10 characters that you were trying to give full closure in five books like it was definitely necessary to have them in uh have that in house of hades to kind of break up the 
yeah. that group. The anxiety of Percobeth. Yeah. <laughs> so that was where it worked <sighs> out well. But, like, my thing is, like, we didn't get any perspective of either Percy or Annabeth in the Blood of Olympus. Like, I yeah. understand that they're yeah. not the protagonists, but, like, it's still but essential you built to it up close off your so series. So much. Literally, House Correct. of Hades, it's, like, all about them. They finally get out of Tartarus, and then it was, like, and we're not really going to focus on them. And I was, like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What? <laughs> you built what? it up. <laughs> You built it up so much. Isn't the Fellowship of the Ring made up of seven people? Uh, well, well yeah, seven seven beings. They're not all people. I mean, you have yeah. the <laughs> you have the four <laughs> hobbits. You have Gimli, Legolas, Aragorn, Legolas, but then you also Aragorn, had Boromir and, and Gandalf Gand- at the okay, beginning. Okay, so it's actually more people. So it's I just nine. I can't help but compare because the Lord of the Rings series is fewer books. But less Chonky. confusing to keep Chonky. track of the characters. It's flawless. Chonky I think so the Lord of the Rings is flawless. That's I can't help but like, compare a little bit because it's like, technically, I have more characters to keep track of when I read the Lord of the Rings. But I feel like I can keep track of them better. And he splits them up. Like, Tolkien split them up like crazy. And yeah. you had to jump from one character to another. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it also has to do with the fact that we grew up with such incredible movies, though. Mm. Like, I, not no, to say no, Tolkien wasn't a master. We read the movies. We read the books first. Oh, I see, I watched the movies. But also, like, with Percy Jackson, you don't get any good, like, visual aids yeah. in this and for me that's a lot like I'm not saying Tolkien wasn't a master he totally was like you could take an entire class on that man but yes um and you can we do have <laughs> y- y- and you, you can. Really can lots well, of we- universities have it I took one so. I do think though that in this like day and age we get so much more Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. visual which is why I'm excited for what's coming with Percy Jackson mm-hmm. I'm excited Jackson, to see yeah. if it'll be more of like a you know, it clings to the hearts of young people yep. a little bit more. Um, yeah, but I, but yeah. I just, it was, it was tough. He had a tough job and I like, don't fault him he for did. it at for all. Sure. But I, yeah. I felt like it was a little bit lacking. And so it was really hard yeah. because the buildup of, like you said, not just the four books, but really the nine books leading up to this and like really being especially connected to Percy and especially connected to Annabeth from that first series. And then to have kind of a lackluster sum up for them was not disappointing. Not great for me, especially because I didn't feel the same connection to Jason and Piper, Mm -hmm. especially and Leo a little bit more, but that I felt to Percy and Annabeth. So I was like, Yep. I don't really care about what they're doing. Like, give me the Percabeth that I want. Yep. <laughs> and so Agreed. that one well, will always be my second least favorite. The first book is still my least favorite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Agreed. But speaking of Percabeth, let us discuss the final question. Do we ship it still? I mean, even, even more <laughs> so <laughs> than before. <laughs> even more so is right. Like, I just feel like with the third and fourth books of this series, you just get a whole layer of twister emotions. And mm-hmm. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. I think that they're great I agree. together. I think yep. especially, and I wanted to comment on this before we finish up, especially in the yeah. Heroes of Olympus series, 
romance abounds. Like it does. Oh, yeah. Rick it did crazy. not want any single people. <laughs> he wanted everybody <laughs> have somebody. You get a pairing. You get yeah. a pairing. Everybody yes. gets a pairing. You get a love triangle, <laughs> and you get a long distance, and you get a, like, uh-huh. and you get he, to fall in love with Calypso. Okay. Yes, and like yeah. he, even, yeah, even Leo. He's like, who can we give to Leo? Oh, right, Calypso's that still out there. <laughs> you did in the okay, last episode. Lie, worry really, about really her, like Leo and Calypso. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they're super what? cute. But that being said, like, it's a lot of, like, different Mm -hmm. romances. And so I think that to have... And trying to keep track of it all. To have Perkabeth be this, like, rock of, like, a good relationship, like, of, like, actual love was so important. Because, like, especially when these books came out, I was, like, that target audience. I was Mm -hmm. in high school when all these came out so for me i was like in the throngs of teenage love you know and so it's like obviously you read all this stuff and you're like oh yes like look at these two they're so and you're like as an adult you read it and you're like nah perkabeth is the only healthy relationship in this book they are (laughs) they are like the rest of them it's a lot only healthy relationship okay the healthiest relationship healthiest But the rest of them could definitely use some more. If Grover could have been in this series more, we would have... We would have been Grover and his little sprite girlfriend are very very cute. They're very cute. (laughs) Even Tyson and his girl are very cute. Nymph girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Ella and Tyson. Tyson has the little little bird girlfriend, and they're very cute. So Mm -hmm. it's like the first series really set us up for romance. that Tyson wasn't really in this series? Yes, like, yeah. I was just thinking brother. that. Like, and Percy yeah. goes missing, and Tyson's just like, "I have a girlfriend now. I don't care about him. <laughs> I don't need that." Yeah, yeah. no, nope. no. I miss Tyson. I actually commented on that to my husband while we were listening to some of the Mark of Athena together, and they like mentioned Tyson's name, and I was like, "Hold up, where is Where's he? Tyson?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was upset. Yeah, so I just think you that over like. This he added is all really these new characters, and then forgot the characters that we already know and love. Like, yeah, yep. This is really the quintessential couple of the series. Both of the series, really, is yeah. is Perkabeth, and so I think it's important to acknowledge the other relationships and know that so, for some people, maybe Jason and Piper are their OTP, and it's fine. Those people are wrong, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing shade. <laughs> But I think that, like, Percy and Annabeth really are just an amazing fictional couple that, I mean, they're right up there with Harry and Ginny for me. Just the top two, just beautiful couples. And I think that... I just think it's so funny that that's, like, where you... Line. Like that's that's it for you. Harry and Ginny. <laughs> they yeah. were for special sure. to me so, in a different way. So rarely yep. talked about in that seven book series, and you're like, this yep. is everything. They are you know everything. what? That is something that we I think we talked about it in our Harry and Ginny episode, but also like should be talked about more is how much they impacted so many young shippers, and yet we get so little. So little. It's so sad. But I think Same that, with Ron and Hermione. Really. I think that the fandom really came forward with that, Ron with like yes. the fan fiction and the fan art and the like, all of that really cemented. We the made ships. it up in our heads, honestly. Whereas Rick, Rick was like, 
don't worry, I got you and wrote a whole second series to really <laughs> cement the Perkabeth into our minds. That's incredible. And he did a great job. It, I mean, it's, it's great. He did. As we've he just did. spent the last hour and a half talking about. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> so we should wrap it up probably because we're just going to keep going on. But does anyone have any final thoughts before we hop into comments? Percy and Annabeth. Um, I have one more scene that I want to touch on. How long this episode is? No, it's great. (laughs) Um, I have one more scene, and this is throwing it back to Son of Neptune, very beginning. This was the one thing that ticked me off the most, and I know why Rick did it, but I hated it so much when he, when Percy goes through the river and loses the like Achilles strength. Yes, I got so mad. I was like, he went through oh, yeah. hell for that. You can't just take <laughs> that from know. him. I, I think, I don't think, I think compared to his experience with Tartarus, that's when he literally goes through hell. <laughs> Tartarus is below hell. So, I mean, because Hades, mm. he went through Hades for that. It's even But worse. I just, okay. I, I know why he did it, because obviously it'd be kind of like a cop out to be like I am just invulnerable except for this one spot of my body so like I get it but I it made me so mad because like even from a like Perkabeth perspective like that was such a bonding moment in their relationship Mm -hmm. and in that final battle and like that was literally washed away so yeah then to like have that just thrown out the window I'm like well screw you two (laughs) Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fine. And so I remember when I read oh Son of gosh. Neptune when it came out, I was like, okay, mm, Rick, you have a lot of making up to do. <laughs> and he did. Okay, buddy. Mark of Athena very much did. made it up. But I remember Beautiful. I was so mad when that happened. So I just wanted to touch on that for all my fellow <laughs> readers out there. <laughs> yes. I'm glad. <laughs> okay. Well. There you have it. All of our very emotional thoughts yep. about <laughs> Percy Jackson. Um, but anyway, so we got a bunch of comments for this one, too, because people just love the series. So let's hear from you guys. Our first one here is from Olivia, who says, I love, in all caps, that Percy is still still is able to remember her after Hera takes away his memories. That is true love. Their reunion scene in Mark of Athena is so iconic. I just love that she judo flips him. The stable scene is also iconic and so beautiful. They finally get some alone time together, and Frank's reaction is hilarious. (laughs) Them falling together into Tartarus is the epitome of true love. Personally, I've reread House of Hades just reading the Percy and Annabeth chapters, and it's my favorite Reardon book because of Perkabeth. (laughs) Fair. Fair. Doesn't matter that it's angsty. It's still great. Okay. Perfect. (laughs) And our next one is from Lewis. Thank you for reaching out, Lewis. Lewis says, um, it's in this second series that we get to know Annabeth and Percy as a couple better than the first series. There is some doubt, some questions that come up for them. Um, It puts pressure on their relationship, but we see them hold on to each other and come out on top. I love to see them mature and come together in a different way in this series. They are perfect for each other. Aww. Love I it. agree. I like that there is a much more mature nature with yep. this series. Mm. Um, because, I mean, it's the same thing as, like, we were talking about Harry Potter. It's the same thing as in the Harry Potter. Like, they get more mature as they get more mature, right? Like, the, and the audience up, gets so. more mature, too. Because, mm-hmm. yes. like, so it, it's, it's, I grew up, I literally grew up with Percy Jackson. Me, too. Like, well, not I, Percy Jackson, but Harry Potter. 
Yeah, but <laughs> I because like the problem with okay, no. Harry, like Harry Potter, I remember getting into it and like going to the last few book releases. But I mean, when the first book came out, I was barely reading, you know. So it's like, yeah, right. We Percy Jackson we the was the one out. that it was coming out. And I was reading them as they were released from the get-go. Maybe that was the movie. Yeah, that's crazy. And honestly, these two book series, I remember, we've talked about this before. They were the books that everyone was carrying around in school. Mm-hmm. It was like Percy Jackson, Harry Potter. You always knew that someone was well, in the midst like, yeah, of a we, really important You probably series. started reading Harry Potter. Or more, not everybody, but like we started reading Harry Potter at like 12, 13 yeah, but yeah. Harry, the first Harry Potter mm-hmm. book came out when I was three years old. Yeah, and that means I was one. I was a baby. Was that yeah, 90, was that ninety nine? Ninety seven. Ninety seven. Yeah, yeah. I, I started I'm reading old. Harry Potter <laughs> with my dad I when I was old. seven. I started reading the series. Yeah. when I was wow. seven, and he would read them to me, and it's just it was super nostalgic. So obviously, like but. Harry Potter, still owns my childhood yes. but percy jackson owns a pretty equal chunk of my uh childhood and percy jackson really oh, owns yeah. my teenage years because yep. that's when it was coming out i remember we would go to barnes and noble and i would be like yes! the, like if the new one's out like that's the book i'm getting and i own the whole series because yep. i would buy them as they came out like they i would save out. my allowance mm-hmm. to buy the percy jackson and the heroes of olympus books like that was what i wanted and i would yeah i'd bring them to school I'd be reading them. You could never find them in the library because it was like everyone was trying to check Always them out. out. So I like had to buy them myself and uh, they yeah, would sit on my them. shelf. Yeah. Yep. yeah. My children were screaming. That was like in middle school when oh. Twilight was huge and Hunger Games was huge. Yeah. And see, and I was never as yeah. into Twilight. I was never as into the Hunger Games. Like I read those later, but Percy mm-hmm. Jackson was my book, especially because I was such a mythology kid. Like, even before Percy mm-hmm, yeah. Jackson came out, I was into mythology. <clears throat> like, and so when it came out, I was like, this so is, this is really my thing. So that sums it up. This is my thing. It's <laughs> awesome. All so. right. I will, lead the, I will read this last comment very quick, and then I'm going to pass it over to you guys to talk a little bit about any upcoming stuff in your podcast. So, last comment is from Mary. Hi, Mary. Mary says, can I say I ship them, but I don't ship the series? The original series was way better than the sequel. That's that's, (laughs) That's fair. That's their point. That's fair. (laughs) Mary, we'll have to talk about this offline. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So, now you've heard from us and a bunch of listeners, um, and I want to pass it over to Kaylee or Taylor to talk a little bit about The Book Was Better. Do you guys have anything coming up? I know that we just did another episode, so I don't know if there's anything new. What are you reading? What are you putting out? Give us the spiel. So, I'll dive in (laughs) with a few announcements, I guess. Yay! Um, Updates on what's going on on The Book Was Better podcast. We are entering our Divergent Month as we're calling it. Ooh, Divergent. Um, As we're covering the whole Divergent series, which I have never read or seen before. So this is a fun first foray for me. Um, so you Neither can review. No, no Haley has. has. She hasn't. Just uh, me. I well, every I okay. <laughs> I got mad. 
halfway through reading the series and then refused to finish it. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So the end of the That's month totally is going to be a party of us discovering so it for the first time. that'll be a bunch of, this is new. <laughs> Have fun. Um, and then we are prepping our summer reading calendar right now. Um, so we're taking suggestions for what books and movies people want us to cover. Um, and we're also getting ready for a summer of some very exciting things because, spoiler, I quit my job. So I, <laughs> I'm about to have a lot more free time to do all the Yay. things that I've always wanted to do for the podcast. So it's going to be a party of Yay. a summer. So definitely come and hang out with us and participate in all of the fun giveaways and streams and everything that we're going to be doing. It's awesome, but yeah, we're we have some fun. Um, we're 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 ha- we have some fun uh, collabs coming up as well that we're going to be planning, um, Woo-hoo. with some other podcasters as well. So it'll be fun. Yay! Very cool. Always look forward to hearing from them. Um, but thank you again for joining. Thanks um, for having as us. Always, these, these are always so fun. <laughs> I love I ranting. Always, have, always love having you guys on. It's such a blast every time. Um, and vice versa whenever you have another uh, book TV movie whatever you want us to mm. invest oh, we will. in we will happily join you guys <laughs> it'll happen we will maybe it won't be a, maybe it won't be quite so long this time <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> alright um, if you are enjoying the show or have thoughts please rate and review we appreciate you all so so much Yes, and if you'd like to join for a show or send in comments, please reach out to us at weshipapodcast at gmail.com or find us on social media. We love you all. But, okay, we're done! <laughs>